Hi everyone, I'm Maylin. And I'm Mao. Welcome to our podcast, Aya Hodaya. This is episode 21. A year in review. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be a funny episode because I'm like partially sleep deprived and so is Maylin. So um, we both went to bed at like 1 a.m. last night. Yes. Which is not normal for us. And yeah, I, and I woke up early. I woke up at like eight and then so I got like seven hours which isn't bad if you think about it but like I also don't tend to have like the best sleep so it's probably more like six and you woke up at like 9 30 9 30 anyways so we should just open the episode with Mal's fun fact because that's how we do things here and I'm going to take you back to another episode for this fun fact so if you guys watched Mal or listened to Mal's True Crime of Palooza, then you would know that we talked about the Zodiac Killer in a certain portion of this. And so the whole deal with the Zodiac Killer was this dude would send like um, ciphers to the police, basically explaining what he'd done. And one of them even has his name in it, um, but it's like a really short one. So, they had this, like, 340 long character cipher that, um, like, it's been around for a good 50 years, and only one of the Zodiac Killer's ciphers had ever been decoded, and that was, like, during the time where the killings were, like, still happening or whatever, but they just cracked another one, and it says some pretty disturbing stuff in it, but it's a lead in the case that they have not had in, like, over 50 years, which is amazing. That is very cool. Mm-hmm. It is very cool. Also a little creepy, but very cool. Yeah, a little creepy. <laughs> like, I remember I opened creepy. your snap, like, right before I was going to go to bed. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Anyways, that's besides <laughs> the point. Sorry, I just opened a message from a friend. I normally don't do that when we're recording, but... It- he just said I should. Oh, I do that all the time. He said I realize I should have bullied you more for being younger. What? I'm like I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> like what the heck? That's like me with my friend. I'm their mom, but also they're a year older than me. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Anyways, today's episode. Um, we're just gonna be talking about so. It's almost the end of the year, 2020, and it has been a wild ride from start to finish, honestly. So we're just going to talk about 2020 as a whole, as a broad kind of thing, and then like our own personal experiences with the year. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is what we are doing. That is why it's called a year in review. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Probably one of our more revealing episode titles. (laughs) I know. I love how we just like say, okay, this one's revealing. You know that. This one's yeah. not. You know that. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, I'm going to turn off my phone. There we go. So, okay. to start with, the thing that launched 2020 into the abyss of oblivion that it has been, World War Three. <laughs> All the way back in January. Yeah, that was almost a year I, ago. Can you believe I that? I forgot that it happened. Like honestly, I brought it I up, was and like, Maylin was like, "Wait, this year has happened? been so crazy." Yeah, I I just completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. It's just this year, man. <laughs> yeah. So World War Three almost happened because there was some threats between um, Trump and the Iranian president. I believe I don't think they have a prime minister. Though. I'm pretty sure it's a president. And. Um, yeah, and then there were the riots in Iran and everything that were happening because, like, the government was being all, like, terrible as usual. People were finally waking up to it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we started we started the year out real strong. Guys. Yeah, it was so great. <laughs> and, then, and then in the midst of all of these terrible, terrible, like, things happening in the looming thought of war and all millennials and gen z people just making fun about being drafted to go fight a war and every canadian oh my god teenager being like we're not doing anything the memes were good 
But at the same time, it was like a little borderline because, like, you know, no, yeah, world definitely. wars were like. It's like when you use joking as like a coping mechanism, but then it's like a little too far. Yeah. So, and then, but like also like tip for people who like maybe had like members who actually fought, family members who actually fought in a world mm-hmm. war. Like, it's not super tasteful. Just like how like COVID dying memes are like, it's too soon. Yeah. <laughs> no. So um yeah definitely so how we went from that to learning that australia was literally on fire the entire country was on fire oh yeah how long did that last? i cannot believe that was 2020 that feels like it was like two years ago australia was on fire and the koalas were dying and people were oh the koalas and the cities were on fire and everything was just not great for australia like really not great yeah so um oh yeah i should probably say we're starting with all the terrible things and then we're gonna get oh no no yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like don't worry about it this isn't just gonna be an all bad episode um it's just like in the scope of things this year was pretty wild oh yeah and we want to acknowledge that it was very wild um (laughs) what happened at covid um, yeah, and then in March, after Lunar New Year, people well, like started COVID, having COVID. COVID was a thing in December and November, oh, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. a thing in China at that point. And yeah. then by March, it was everywhere. By March, it, that was when people started going crazy and being like, oh my god, we have to buy all the toilet paper and blah, 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 blah. But yeah. I, I remember very vividly the last day I spent at school. Well, <laughs> because okay let me tell you a story okay tell the story woke up that morning with an email from the superintendent to all of our families saying school today is optional while we figure out like what we're gonna do like are we gonna close the school what are we gonna do so you don't have to go to school and all your absences will be excused and I was like okay well I'm gonna go to school anyways um and then as I was leaving for school, we got a second email saying, if you can, stay home from school. And I was like, okay, well, I'm still going to go to school anyways. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> so I, I went right. to school. <laughs> I went to school. Um, there were maybe six people in my first period class, maybe like 10 people in my second period, three people in my third period. Um, and then I remember I skipped my fourth period class. Um, I just spent that in, like, my other teacher's classroom with my friend, and we were just hanging out. Um, and then during lunch, I asked my, I, like, called my mom, and she was like, you weren't there for fourth period, blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, can I go home? And she, because, like, all throughout the day, people were, like, leaving, leaving school and yeah. going home. So I went home during lunch, and that was the last time I ever stepped foot in my school. I have been to the school, but I haven't actually been on the campus since then. Yeah, Malin also doesn't have, like, the same spring break system as, like, Canadian schools do. So, like, around that time was, like, right when Canada was, or most Canadian schools were getting off for spring break. And I know, like, all provinces except for British Columbia only have one week, and then it got, like, super extended. But um, British Columbia had two weeks and then it extended into like two months (laughs) but yeah like I remember the days you were like taking your last days of school were like was like my last week of school before spring break and I know Quebec had their spring break before everybody else has their spring break their theirs is weird and that's how Quebec got a lot of cases because everybody went traveling and -hmm. then they came back and they brought the virus with them so that was like a whole thing before the our school shut down they closed like all of the um, extracurricular activities and oh, I remember nice. texting you and I was like if they care so much for our safety why don't they just close the school <laughs> yeah I do I do remember that that was really funny um I remember my last day pretty well um like I obviously I, I started going back to school in September but like my last day like before like things got shut down was Friday the 13th of March. Oh my god. 2020. And oh my goodness. it was honestly whack. I went in, I had a test in chemistry, I think. Oh no. 
And then, and then I had like just random stuff. We were just doing chill stuff in English. We had <clears throat> had a quiz earlier, and we were working on like our projects. And then um, I had math, and we were just. Um, I actually had to do a lot of running around that day. Um, in my math block, like my math block was my first block that day, and um, we I was trying to organize my dual credit stuff, and I figured out I actually had some stuff missing, even though I had the application complete like ages ago. So then I had to go run around get all that done before the due date. So I missed my math class. Oh no no no! Here's what happened. Okay, I'm getting the whole day mixed up. Give me a minute. <laughs> I had math, but I missed math because of fixing the dual credit stuff. I had um, chemistry. And then that was all like, you know, a whole thing because, you know, tests and like mm-hmm. whatever we were learning. And then um, I also had a test in physics. But at this point in, so like the, t- the physics test was probably the best physics test I've ever taken because it was one question with like 13 sub points to the one question. <laughs> and... Um, we did it all by ourselves. Four of the questions had the same answer. And um, we got to discuss our answers with our friends for five minutes after oh, the test. Oh, that's so good. And that was um, because my teacher saw a whole bunch of people skipping class, even though they were in school, like in the school, they were just skipping. And so he's like, okay, I'm not going to punish them, but I'm going to reward you guys for being here. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot of fun. And then we get this announcement at like the end of our physics class and it they started off the announcement like how they normally tell us that we have just discovered a bomb threat and <laughs> we have to all evacuate the school and leave and there was a really long pause in between like things and like there was just like these weird noises around the school and I was like oh my god what's happening what's happening what's happening and everybody was like freaking out because we're like oh my god is somebody like launching some missile at us like what is going on everybody was just freaking out and then we're we're like oh my god do people have COVID in here and it was just like this whole thing and then um and then we just discovered that they were saying that we needed to clear all of our lockers because they were coming (laughs) and like flogging the school with like um bacteria killer over the break um and then instead of going to english i went to math because my teacher had two math blocks and i just stayed in with her other class to get the lesson that i missed Mm -hmm. yeah so that was that was my last day and it was pretty crazy and then we did not leave our house for good two months (laughs) after that my last day was such a ghost town like just walking the halls like our school is really thin so the hallways are really small and they're always so crowded and so just like walking down the halls and having no one be there i was like what is happening here our hallways are wild big but they're also always crowded so (laughs) anyways what happened after covid online school that happened and that um sucked so we are not going to talk really about that because you've also heard us do a lot of We did stuff a whole online. episode about that. We did a whole that, episode guys. about that. You know, you know. Um oh. Black Lives Matter movement picked up a lot like in May. In June. I, I, in May, June it started. Mm-hmm. And then it's um just become like more of like a just normally accepted thing that needs to be like, you know, this needs to happen, which is good. Yeah, I think this, like, the movement is good, but, like, like, the circumstances that brought it Obviously, yeah, the circumstances are bad and horrible, but I think that's kind of, like, shocked people into a movement and, like, making change. And, like, my hope is that people stop, like, I have a really big beef with performative activism where people just, like, hop on the trend of, like, whatever's going on at the moment. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really hoping that people don't just, like, like, the momentum keeps going and people don't just, like, stop after people stop sharing posts on their Instagram stories or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, and then there was the metal monolith. That oh is my recent. gosh. Guys, guys, recent. guys, guys. The metal monolith is my favorite thing in the whole entire world. It's really funny. Oh my god. My mom's like, oh, it's just some artist playing a prank or some rich guy paying an no, artist I actually to, like, have... do stuff. And I'm like, it's an alien. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Okay, so... <laughs> 
I guess before I explain, we should talk about like what the, it actually is. And I don't remember when. I think the first one showed up in Utah. It was Utah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't remember when it showed up. It was um, like November. Okay, so the first like the one was in Utah of November. in November. And then earlier this month, I got a text from my friend who lives in Utah. And they were like, "There's the metal monolith is no longer in Utah. And it is now in Romania. Yeah. <laughs> and the chances of like them being the same monolith are like very slim. But let's just pretend here for a second, shall we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, maybe a couple weeks later, I got another text from another friend. And he was like... There's a metal monolith in California now. <laughs> um, it's, so, just, it's just traveling around. <laughs> it was just wild. You know, I wonder if the one from Utah is the same one as the one from California. Like, I, I highly doubt that the one from Romania is the same, but, like, Utah and California are... I have, I have heard closer. that theory. Like, it would be <laughs> more feasible to travel from Utah to California. And also, I saw something that said that the... Um, the, like, the material of the Utah one and the California one were, like, similar, where the Romania one was slightly different. But, like, Romania, that's just, like, so random. Yeah, I, okay, so, I'm in like, this Like, I feel like nobody knows anything about Romania except for, like, <laughs> Dracula and Sebastian Vampires. Stella. That's, like, literally it. And that's all anybody cares about Romania. <laughs> So in this Discord server I'm in, this guy sent a video link titled Why I Built Metal Monoliths All Over the World. That's so and I was funny. going to watch it, um, <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> I wish I had because maybe I would have more answers for you. You should have. But um, basically I was looking at the comments and they, it was a mix between like this dude is trying to cover up for the aliens and like, oh, this is the explanation behind the monoliths. So it was probably just some people being weird and doing some kind of art prank installation or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was it, it, it was a time and it was actually very exciting because the one in California is like kind of close to where I live. Like my my mom was like, oh, it's only three hours away. We should like take a road trip and visit it or something because oh how God. often do you... <laughs> How often are you like this close to a mysterious metal monolith? <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh, next thing that I have on my list: Biden Harris. That's yeah. That's, that's the election. That's, that's thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> oh my god, it was so stressful. Like, this is kind of the first year that I became really like politically aware of like what is going going on and like I mean honestly it's like how can you not be at this point like and, so like, much everybody stuff up is happening was also dying we were like please oh no 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 yeah I have people in like Australia and the UK and Europe who are all like oh my god like I'm gonna be staying up and watching and I'm praying for you guys and blah blah, blah. I know but so, like the, the Australia yeah. and the Europe ones it's more like one to be aware of what's going on in the world to see what like things are happening we're literally attached to you oh yeah that's fair (laughs) that's very fair (laughs) so like our trades are affected our like borders there's just so many variables and factors that your election directly affects the lives of Mm -hmm. canadians so it was it was very important to us that um we had people who would work in would want to work towards a common benefit for both Americans and Canadians. It was it was a very stressful couple of weeks leading up to the election, mm-hmm. um, and even like during the election week because we didn't get an answer until like three days after or yeah. something. I remember when the election happened. I was like, I woke up and I'm like, huh, it's election day. Doesn't feel like election day. <laughs> You know, I, you had, really, like, I had like two like, tests coming? on election day. I was like, this is so rude, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already stressed out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so that is good. And yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I don't, there's not much else to say. They're just, it's, it's And nice. also good is the fact that all of Trump's appeals to try and like go to the courts and whatever are failing because people are 
calling out his idioticness. Oh my god, my favorite thing was how he's like, recount in Michigan! And then they recounted in Michigan, and it was like, Biden comes up with a few more votes than he had <laughs> My favorite, My favorite thing is how he's like, oh, it's voter fraud in the states that I'm losing, but in Arizona? <laughs> like, or like, I forget what was the deal in Arizona, but he was like, we should recount in Arizona because I'm like so close and this is voter fraud. But then like in the states where he's winning, he's like, no, 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 this is fine. Everything's yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. But like those red states were the states more likely to commit voter fraud, to do like voter suppression and stuff like that to, 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 to what's the word? To like, to like stop minority people from voting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I just... That's not good. That's logic it's for you, I guess. And and we we have you guys have like your first female vice president, which is like and mixed race. Like, I know it's like yes. And I'm like also, can I just say that Canada is very very proud of her because she spent her high school like middle school and high school years in Montreal before nice. moving back. So she's got a little bit of of us. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's just like it's um I remember like I was reading an article just kind of about her and a bit of her like early life and whatever and she was saying that like when she was living in the states at least when she was younger she like found it very hard because she didn't see anybody that like looked like her it was I think mm-hmm. it was a very like white area but when she moved to Montreal there, Montreal is, like, it's very, very diverse. You have, like, lots of people from, like, the Middle East. You have lots of people from the Caribbean and just, like, everywhere. Like, it's just, like, a mixing pot. And it's 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 very, it's very cool. So um, I think she liked that there is, like, a lot of diversity there. And, I mean, I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah, as someone who does live in a place where there are a lot of different, there's a lot of diversity, like, I would feel so awkward if I like came here, moved somewhere where there were like a bunch of white people. Like I would just came feel here. so out of place, and I just would not know what to do with myself. Yeah, basically coming to the city I live in. Yeah, or like, like there anywhere is else outside of like not my lot. little area <laughs> bubble. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> ooh, vaccinations are rolling in. That's something yeah, that's happening. It's exciting. Also it a little exciting. scary because little there bit. have been reports of people getting in the UK getting allergic reactions and they Oh don't that know those are people what. they're saying they're saying it's people who have a history of like severe allergic reactions. So they're saying Yeah, well do I do have a history of severe have allergic a reactions. Of so severe allergic reactions. I don't know if it's specifically if it's like to food or to medication, but if it's to medication I think it most likely is medication. But if you have the article I read did not specify. Yeah, I wasn't I'm not entirely sure, so don't take my word for it. But um if you don't, then like that's okay. Like I have a bunch of like other problems, but I don't have like I don't get anaphylactic shock from anything, so well, I do, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun for me. It's okay. You Maybe can just I wait for the, the Moderna vaccine. one. Maybe yeah, I don't know what is going to happen. Because there's the... It's a little scary. There? There's the, the Oxford one, the Pfizer one, and the Moderna one. Those are the three Pfizer that is the one that the Pfizer US is, the, is fast-tracking. Yeah, the Canada's fast-tracking Pfizer and Moderna. I think, because we, like, pre-ordered when they were, mm-hmm. like, developing them. So they're they're fast tracking those um oh now we have personal victories do you have yours yes written down? i do have mine written down okay you go first then <clears throat> do you want to like trade off yeah okay um the first one that i wrote well let's just start small um i've done 70 puzzles since quarantine started <laughs> i don't know if you can hear that <laughs> Um, which I see as a victory, and I recently told someone that I have done 70 puzzles, and they were like, oh my god, you're insane. <laughs> yeah, you are insane. I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is yours? Um, I, like, worked really hard in school 
last year and I am working really hard in school this year but I don't think it's gonna be the same it's just it's it's hard. Nothing I'm, in school is going to be the same. Honestly, this year. Like, don't honestly, yourself in for that. in my chemistry class right now, I'm like, you know what? I think I think it's okay if if I let myself slip a little bit because it's a really hard class. It's like a really hard class. It's a hard class, and these are like unprecedented times. Like mm-hmm. I would like not I managed to get A's on my past two tests, and then I had a test on my birthday. And that one didn't go as I, like, I didn't feel very confident about it, but I, it could have gone either way, you know? So, like, I have to wait and see till, like, tomorrow to get the results for that. But, um, like, I do have a chance to make it up on part one of my cumulative exam, which is going to be this coming week, Friday or Thursday, so the 17th or the 18th. So, like, if I get better on my cumulative exam, he'll just, like, pretend the other one doesn't exist or he'll put the Mm -hmm. same mark as my like cumulative on that part because it shows that I've improved which is Mm -hmm. good which is really good but that just means I have to study really really hard if I didn't do get like within the same like grade average so like my my goal is to stay within an A at least and normally I'm like a 90 or up person so that's saying something I know in the states 90 or up is an A but here it's 86 and up so, Dude, I would have A's all the time if it was 86 and up here. Yeah, it's it's 86 and up here, but since the 8th grade, I've got 90s and up in everything. So, I like try really hard to keep that average, but I'm I'm I know I said it in physics that like, oh, it's okay if I get an 80 something, but then I was like, okay, I actually see that I have the capacity to be able to get a 90 in this class, so like I'm going to try and work for it. But chemistry, I'm honestly like this is this is a lot. I, mm-hmm. I need to I need to be easy on myself. But like, the victory was last year. I worked hard and I received the benefits of working hard in my classes and like I learned stuff even though we were doing school online. That's great. Um. Okay. I guess my next one. Um. This is. I mean, I over quarantine. I kind of like did a bit of introspection, I guess you could call it, and discovered more about, like, my identity and sexuality and stuff like that, which has been good for me because it helps me, like, put a label on how I feel about things, and it gives me something to, like, connect to, and also, like, it's opened up, like, a community for me to, like, be a part in, a part of, and, like, have good conversations with people, and, like, I've been making friends, and that's been very good for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one is this podcast. Yeah. I, I love this podcast a lot. It's a lot of fun. I love recording every Sunday. It's just, it makes me really happy. And um, I'm very grateful for all of you people who are listening. Yeah, all seven of you. Mm-hmm, all seven <laughs> of you. <laughs> all right, what's your next one? Um. Okay, well, I guess I, I like... Before this year, I was kind of, like, anxious about college and stuff, and whenever people would bring it up, I would, like, kind of shut down and not want to talk about it, but this year, I've started, like, it it is, yeah, it's been a big change, because, like, I've gone from being super anxious, like, a little bit more excited, and I've started, like, seeing college presentations, and seeing things, like, in college life that I want to do, and, like, certain classes that I would be interested in, and, like, majors, and I'm actually really excited about, like, having like going to school and taking classes and learning things that I'm interested in learning in because right now that's not really happening. Yeah, <laughs> so I want, I want that for me. Things. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good. Um my next one is I read more books this year than I have in like especially during like the self-isolation period before school started. I read like three Percy Jackson books in three days. I finished a few Agatha Christie books. I um, read half of one of the Lord of the Rings books. It's just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it's, I love to read. I do, I really do. But now when I want to take a break, I don't want to put any effort into what I'm doing when I'm taking that break if that makes sense and reading yeah for sure reading takes a certain level of effort and so when I'm spending like three hours a day taking notes in my chem class 
what I want to do is I want to watch like an episode of Friends or something like that when yeah. I come home because that requires absolutely zero brain power. I don't have to think about anything. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know? And um, as much as I love reading, unfortunately, in the past few years, it's become something that I've done less and less and less. And um, I'm hoping that eventually I'll be able to create like more healthy habits where I'll be able to read more because I enjoy it. Um, but it was, it was kind of nice getting back into the rhythm of things and knowing that I'm still a fast reader and that I can still, I can still pull that off. (laughs) 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 So yeah, that was nice. Speaking of books, I just started Funny and Farsi and it's very good so far. It's very funny, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just wait till you get to the Disneyland chapter that is like... I just read that one. (laughs) So good. Oh my God. It's so funny. (laughs) It is yeah, good. It's it's really good. <laughs> My mom okay. and I like share stories from that book like regularly with other people. <laughs> it's just like it's our thing. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I have one more. Um and oh, I that have is a few more. <laughs> okay, that's fine, that's fine. Um I have one more and that is that I started a mixed student union at my school. Well, I didn't really start it. I just like continued, continued it. it. And if I, if it not for me, it wouldn't exist this year. So I, (laughs) so I like. You're proud of that. Yeah, I am proud of that. And I really like, it's a small club, but I really like the conversations that we have. And like, again, going back to like thinking more about my identity and having conversations about that. It's been really good for me to talk to people who can kind of relate and share that identity of being mixed and like talk about our different experiences and stuff. And I think it's been a really good time. That's good. Um, okay, my next one is um, I put Disney Plus on there, but I'm kind of forgetting <laughs> why. And I'm pretty sure it's because I convinced my parents to get it. And then as a result of that, now I have access to like literally all of my favorite movies. Cause I'm like a huge Disney nerd, a huge Disney nerd. I'm also a very huge Star Wars nerd. And I'm also a very huge Marvel nerd. And that's like all on there. That's all Disney. It's just all on there. And then we got word that the WandaVision show is coming out on January 15th. So I'm like very excited about that. And my family watches The Mandalorian. And we're gonna start watching Clone Wars and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's like it's all around a vibe. I don't. I, I probably should have elaborated a little bit on that, but <laughs> you know, it's okay. Um, the next thing I have is I got my first job this year, which is oh really gosh, exciting. Yes. And um, I made a good chunk of money in the summer, which was really nice. And I put aside in my savings. Um, Oh, and I mean, it's my last year of high school this year. <laughs> that is good. I'm, That's exciting. I'm near the end, and I cannot wait till it is over. <laughs> I'm so done. Already? <laughs> Already. I've been done since, like, the ninth grade. I'm like, graduation Honestly, is Honestly, I'm good. Since the day I stepped foot in high school, done. I'm done with this. Yeah, just, like, done. But... Yeah. Are you looking forward to anything next year? Um, I'm looking forward to graduating high school, which is not mm-hmm. going to happen next year. It's going to happen the year after. 2022. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to visiting you in Canada mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to Christmas. I asked some people oh, for some nice. very specific things, and I'm hoping they got them for me. Yeah, I have to order your birthday present soon. Oh, yeah. that I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What am I looking forward to? I, Dude, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds very sad, but like... Yeah, I, I know. Uh, There's just like you don't know what's in store for you, so you don't know what to look forward to. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to next summer when I can hopefully work at the place where I worked last summer again if Which COVID nice, is not yeah. happening. And mm-hmm. that was like, honestly, one Those of the highlights of my entire summer. That was like such a good time. And my music, 
my musical theater nerd heart was like so happy and it was just she wouldn't shut up awesome i really wouldn't shut up about it and i still kind of don't every time i get the opportunity i bring it up yeah it's really funny (laughs) i'm like so you know where i worked last summer and we got to see those musicals and blah 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 you're You're like like, yes you told me about that an hour ago (laughs) (laughs) i really do talk about it all the time (laughs) it's okay that's what i'm looking forward to what am i looking forward to next year well obviously to graduating um i'm also looking forward to visiting you and i don't think this is gonna happen next year just because of covid and stuff but i really want to visit like my uncle um two of my uncles so one of them lives in like virginia area and the other one lives in boston and so i was like why don't i just do like a little east coast thingy where i just like yeah. you know go down the side go start That's in boston close. go down to virginia it's like a and then you can go to D.C. Five-hour <laughs> drive-ish, I think. It might be longer than that. I have a feeling it's a little bit longer than that. But, yeah. I was worried, actually, about bringing that up because I was like, oh, no, she's going to say something and then everybody's going to know that dumb joke. <laughs> <laughs> the joke is that she's obsessed with Chris Evans and Chris Evans is from Boston. And so her uncle in Boston is Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah. And I have definitely, um, what, what, what's the word when you like, denied, yes, I've definitely denied the fact of yeah, that. See, and I have, is, you see, I have, I have ethnic evidence no, 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 I'm sorry, Chris, you're great. You deny, when you deny things, it's almost as if it's even more true. Yeah, Like I when know. someone's like, ooh, do you have a crush on him? And you're like, like no. no, like it, it doesn't matter if you don't have a crush on him, like people are going to be like, ooh said no that means you like him mm-hmm. like, but I was it's like a lose, my, lose. <laughs> my my biggest like thing was like okay Chris you're great but I bet you he has zero ounce of African or Middle Eastern in him Chris, you're so great I'm but you're like, white as fuck <laughs> yeah basically so the only way that I could ever be related to this man is if he married one of my relatives I had that could still happen. And I only have two aunts and they're both married. Well, maybe you have like a long lost person. I had a dream last night, speaking of people being white. Um (laughs) (laughs) That took a turn! Oh my god! Speaking of people being white, I had a dream. (laughs) Isn't that more of a black person thing to say? acquaintance um and i know he's south asian Mm -hmm. so i know he's not white but i had a dream last night and i'm like white i had a dream last night where i was hanging out with him and he was white and i was like you're a lot whiter than i imagined that's really funny (laughs) anyways honestly everything is crack like this whole this whole running joke, I literally Snapchatted you once. Do you remember that? I Snapchatted you. I sent a photo of the phone. It was in the middle of the table, and I said talking to Chris Evans because oh, I yeah. didn't want to say talking to my uncle in Boston because that's too long. And she knew who I was talking about. It's just this it's, is the kind of crap you get. It's just the whole thing. Us. My favorite though was like um, one of my my other friends. We don't really talk anymore, but um, she was saying. Like, what if we managed to convince him to go to your next family reunion? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, that would be You really just, really like, funny. tweeted at Chris Evans, like, hey, my friends think you're my uncle. Can you please, like, take a picture with me or something? <laughs> She's like, do you want to come to the family reunion, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, hit me up. <laughs> Anyways, this is, this is all to say, like, we know 2020 has been crazy, um, it's definitely, like, not been the easiest mental health-wise, at least for me, I know, and mm-hmm. online school has been really bad, um, but there have also been some really good things, and oh, yeah. I also just want to say, everyone's saying, like, 2020 sucks, like, I cannot wait for this year to be over, but, like, It went this by year, really fast. Th- it did go by really fast, and also, like, this year is just a reflection on, like, the world at the moment and and, like all of the broken systems yeah like it's just a reflection on that and it's not going to magically change at midnight 
on New Year's Eve. Like, Mm -hmm. if you don't work to, like, make change and stuff, it's not going to happen, and 2021 will be even worse. And not only that, like, the world was broken before 2021. It's just that COVID brought it literally all to light. Like, it it was the match inside a room full of explosives, and it just, like, set everything off. So, like, the world was broken, and I think people need to realize that it was for a long time, and it has been for a long time. Yeah, and now and we're just, just seeing gonna, everything. Like, it's not going to change at midnight, you know? <clears throat> like, yeah. all, the, all the 2020 sucks jokes are, like, they're all nice and fun, but, like, it's... Like, they're funny. Like, a lot of them are, are kind of funny. Like, if 2020 were a slide or, like, you know, those kind of things. Like, those, those yeah. are funny, but, like... But I remember even last year, people were like, oh, 2019 was so bad. And then 2020 came and it was And now 2020 is even worse. So if people are saying 2020 is so bad, 2021 is going to be even better. Like, we deserve a good year. Like, it's not going to be good because there's all these, like, systemic problems and, like, problems within our society and our world that aren't going to change unless, like, we just, like, actively try and change them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, what about your highs and lows for the week? Do you want to start with your low? Yeah, my low is that it's raining and it's cold and I was not built for this weather. (laughs) Fair. That is also one of my lows. My low is that it is really, really cold and my other low was that I had a test on my birthday and it, like I said earlier, I don't know how it went. It's just, it's creating a bit of stress in me. So I'm trying really, really hard not to think about it. But my chem teacher... um, like he'll do this thing so he doesn't post our grades online until we've seen the test in person and in class he will not show us the test until the end of class oh my gosh but I'm like like I've literally told him this I'm like you know like Mr. T if you don't show us the tests until the end of class nobody's going to be able to concentrate on your lesson because we're yeah that's more anxiety we got on the test yeah so I'm I think I'm gonna I might suggest to him tomorrow to ask if we can look at it at the beginning of class and like bring it up again and see what he says but who knows <laughs> but like yeah I mean I'm trying to I'm trying to tell myself it's okay it's okay it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but I think the reason why it does matter to me is because I took it on my birthday and my birthday was supposed to be like a good happy day and it just created stress on that day and I had to like release that stress by like basically isolating myself in my home and watching tv even though that was kind of my plans I was I just was not very social I didn't really want to see anybody like just my family and stuff like that and so um that portion kind of sucked a little bit but um yeah that does suck I mean especially on your birthday yeah a few birthday calls from relatives cheered me up especially my mom's cousin that was that was a fun call she's she's really funny and she's like She's, like, always straight with me, you know? She just, like, says it as it is and whatever. And so, like, I I love that about her. And everybody's just, like, you know, tip... Not, like, tiptoeing, but, like, you know, the dilly-dally. The, like, oh, how are you? Or the, like... I'm, like, you called to say happy birthday. You did that. We... If you don't want to talk anymore, we don't have to talk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, like, I love you. I love you. I love you all so much. But I can tell you're struggling to find things to ask me about. And I'm also in the middle of watching a movie. I hate when people are, like, oh, so how's school going? And I'm, like, good. And they're, like... Do we get anything else? And I'm like, <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> I love my relatives, though. They're they're a lot of a, like a lot of fun. Like I just man, yeah. So that's that's also partially my high is is getting to talk to a lot of my relatives on Friday. That was that was Sweet. that was really nice. My great uncle, my my okay, it's really weird. My my grandpa's brother. Yeah, my grandpa's brother. Anyways, he um, he's a really, really, really funny guy. He jokes a lot. And when I was younger, like whenever I think about him, this is what I think of when I was younger. He, um, I, I asked him what languages he knew or something. We came across that topic and he said he knew some German because he learned some German in school. And I was like, oh, can you teach me a sentence in German? And I was like, and he was like, sure. And so he said, okay, say it, repeat after me. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I'm a Damen und Herren. And I was like, oh, I know German. So fancy, so fancy. I go to Germany. 
when I am almost 14 years old and I ask my dad's German friend, I say, my great uncle says he knew some German and he taught me this German phrase and I've always remembered it and I wanted to know what it meant. I was like nine when he told me the phrase. So keep in mind, this was, oh he didn't gosh. tell me what it meant. And so I go and I'm like, what does Amadama und Hosen mean? And he's like, it's not really a sentence. It's just ladies and gentlemen pants. <laughs> that was literally, he just mushed words together. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so, so glad funny. I didn't say that to anybody. The only thing I said in German to other people, like, was on the flight because I took a few Duolingo lessons before. And so I was like, Ein Wasser bitte? And the lady was like, oh my god, you speak German, you're speaking my language. And she was, like, so happy. It was really cute. But yeah. People really are happy when you, like, put in the effort to learn their language. I know. French people, especially... But they're always salty towards Americans because a lot of the time Americans don't. Like, not all Americans, not to generalize, but the Americans that don't, they get really salty about it. Because oh, yeah, whenever no, whenever sure. they go to the States, it's always like, oh, why aren't you speaking English? Or like, you know, all that stuff. So they're like, okay, at least have the same courtesy to do what you're asking us to do when you come yeah, to our exactly. country, you know? And even like if your pronunciation is really bad, it's in okay. my experience, at least people know what you're saying. And it's like you just have to. And put if they don't, they're just racist. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. There's a show on Netflix. It's called Emily in Paris. It's about this American girl going to work oh, in Paris, yeah, and all up. the French people were complaining about how obnoxious Emily was because she like wouldn't learn how to speak French, and she would just and it like it it hmm. What's the word? It, like, had a lot of stereotypes about French people that yeah, they're all, like, very stuck accurate. up and snobby. And, mm-hmm. like, I was, like, at this moment in time, I am embarrassed to be an American. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it happens a lot, unfortunately, in the media. Like, countries get stereotyped, and that's not, that's not Especially cool. with those, like, European countries where oh, yeah. it's, like, the stereotype of, like, oh, I'm so like hoity-toity, you know? Oui, oui, fromage, baguette, baguette. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Anyways, highs. <laughs> yes, highs. Back to the highs. Um, I had another one. Um, winter break is in one week. One oh my god, me week. too, me too, me too. Winter break. I'm yes. so excited. <laughs> so that was amazing. That was amazing. Did I talk about my grad photos on the podcast already? Do you remember? Dude, I don't remember. All of our okay. conversations kind of bleed into one another. One. Yeah, okay. So if I didn't talk about my grad photos already, I got my grad photo proofs and they're um, so good they're like they're they're really good they turned out really good and um I don't know if I said this already if I did I apologize but I brought my Captain America mug and I took photos with my Captain America mug (laughs) and they all like I was happy that I was taking the photos with the mug so my smile was like actually like not a fake kind of it was like a genuine it was like a genuine I'm happy to be doing this smile and I'm just gonna print out those photos and those are gonna be like those are for me that that's to show me that like you can be happy you got like steve rogers has got your back babe hell yeah (laughs) so yeah that that made me very happy your turn (laughs) i have i have a couple highs um one is that i made brownies last night and they're very good another is that my dad had this ginormous jar of coins and i offered to sort them and he said he would give me 40% of, like, the money if I, like, rolled the coins. And so he ended up with $117.50. And 40% of that is $47. So now I'm basically rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so rich, so rich. So that was fun. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. I have another high. Okay, so I had friends. Um, like, so a few people came to drop by stuff on my actual birthday. But then I had another friend who um, the gift they had gotten me, it was in the mail and they like tried to time it so it came on my birthday and then it didn't end up coming. So they're like, we'll give it another day. And even if it doesn't come tomorrow, we'll come visit you. Tomorrow we'll do like a distance visit. So we did. Um, They made me a cake. They came over and they gave me the cake and they sang happy birthday. And then we ran like another friend 
was coming to say hi to our landlord and um he's jewish so he was going to like do the lighting of the menorah with like our landlord just like to like share that with people and to give like latkes and stuff like that and so we had like a hanukkah birthday party kind of like distance visit whatever just like smushed into one and we sang like hanukkah songs and happy birthday and like we said a prayer and everything and it was just it was really nice to celebrate other cultures Speaking of Hanukkah songs, you should listen to David Diggs' new song, um, Puppy for Hanukkah. It's adorable. Oh. And there's a lot of very good clarinet work. <gasps> clarinet? Clarinet? Actually, I know. I, I know. Love, yeah. You, you see, that's why I love Jewish music and Hebrew music, because it is so clarinet, you know? Like, <laughs> I just, like, like we did a Hanukkah suite in, like, band one year, and I was like, this is this my is jam. This is my time. Is, like, this is my time to shine. It is so so good and know, like it's just listeners mal and i both play the clarinet <laughs> oh yeah we both play the clarinet and i just i mm, i just i, I love just, a good I clarinet riff in a song like oh it just my never God, happens it's, so it's always good. like the trumpet or whatever i know that's why i listen to benny goodman a lot and glenn miller benny goodman won because benny goodman is one of the best jazz clarinetists of all time and he's got like a seven minute long song that's got like really long clarinet solo in it and then um, in the Glenn Miller Orchestra, they have um, their main clarinetist was a guy named um, Wilbur Schwartz, I think was his name or something with the W and then I'm pretty sure that was his name. Anyways, <laughs> point being, if you look him up, he is a Native American guy oh, who's in a predominantly that. white orchestra in the 1940s, like 1930s, 1940s. And like you have to also like be aware that at this time like native americans were barely acknowledged as like people mm-hmm. like it was bad and That's, to be like yeah. accepted as a musician in like an orchestra is like amazing and i know there was a lot of racism in at, at that time and i'm not like totally discounting that whatsoever like i understand that but i know that music broke a lot of barriers back in those oh, days for, sure. for people even- to work together in like the Harlem Renaissance and black musicians, jazz musicians gaining more popularity and the blues mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like that was a big thing in that time period too. Mm-hmm. Like Benny Goodman played with Ella Fitzgerald a lot, like his orchestra, they backed her many, many times. And mm-hmm. that's like, everybody's like, oh, she's a black woman, whatever. Like they didn't care. She sings wonderfully and that's all that matters, not the color of her skin, you know? Yeah. And like Marilyn Monroe, like, um, Did you see the thing where she was actually friends with Ella and then she wanted Ella to come play at this like hoity-toity club, but it was a whites only club. And Marilyn's like, I will be there sitting at the front every single night if you let her play in here. And so Mm -hmm. they let her play and Marilyn was there every single night. (laughs) So there are some good stories about how music can bring people together. And I think that's really beautiful. So that is side note, but another high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just a lot. I think, like, the goods this week outweighed the bads, you know? Yeah, I mean, even within the past couple months, like, it's been a rough couple months, but also it's been a good couple months, you know? Exactly, because you, like, we got stuff done, we're, like, progressing, we're moving through things, it's just, like, it's all coming together. Yeah. Anyways, this is episode 21 of our podcast, Aya Hodaya, A Year in Review. I'm Mal. And I'm Maylin. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.